What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It's your boy Graham, also known as Hamhawks42 on the internet, and today is another edition of the unscripted, unedited show, Overthinking MTG, the podcast where we take a look at an individual magic card and talk about it for a little bit longer than some other people might be willing to, and maybe longer than is wise. But that's what we're going to do, hence the name, Overthinking MTG. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, today I want to talk about a special card that was released in Alchemy. This is another weird one. And I specifically want to talk about it because it is incredibly difficult to understand. If you think you understand how this card functions, well, if you've used it, okay, that's one thing. If you haven't yet, please stick around. Um, we're going to discuss it. It's very easy to misunderstand. And uh, no disrespect, no shade to anyone who doesn't understand how it works. But it's complicated enough that I feel like it merits uh, our discussion. And that is Grizzled Huntmaster. Grizzled Huntmaster is a 4-3 human warrior for one green green. And here's where it gets interesting. I'm going to read it verbatim, verbatim first, and then we're going to break it down and really talk about what it does mechanically and how we can use it and what type of decks might be interested in using a card like Grizzled Huntmaster. And before we get into the mechanics of it, I do want to just state the artwork done by uh, Nestor Ozen, Ozendon Leal is excellent. I mean, it shows clearly a Grizzled Huntmaster. This is somebody like stalking through the bushes with a crossbow, clearly aiming to take something down. And uh, given that this was an Innistrad set, I mean, Alchemy, this most recent set that first came out is set on Innistrad. It is an Innistrad Alchemy set. So this is like Werewolf Hunter, like to the T. They nailed it. So huge props there before we get into the mechanics. I just got to say the artwork is great. Um, anyway, so here, let's get into the mechanics of it. When Grizzled Huntmaster... <clears throat> one more time. When Grizzled Huntmaster enters the battlefield... You may exile a creature card from your hand. Okay, so when it enters the battlefield, there's something, there's a creature in our hand, we exile it. Okay, great. If you do, search your hand and library for any number of cards with the same name, exile them, then shuffle. Now, this can be any number. We can choose any number of creature cards that are in our hand or library that match the card that we exiled. Okay, great. Now, what do we get with all of these cards that we've exiled? Choose a creature card you own from outside the game. Conjure a duplicate of that card into your hand for each card exiled from your hand this way. Now, what that means is the, the cards that we exiled out of our library are irrelevant. Those cards are just there to thin our library. That's all they do. If there's a particular card that is not relevant for the game that we are playing, we can remove them from our library. Now, you may be wondering, why the heck did I bother exiling cards from my library? And to be fair, and to be completely honest, when I play this card, I don't. <laughs> I don't even worry about that part. Um, but it's in there to give you the feel of sideboarding in the middle of the game. Now, why you don't conjure copies... So, so you do not conjure duplicates of the card from your sideboard or from outside the game and put them into your library to replace the cards you exiled. Now... I think if you did, the card would jive a little bit better, like it would be a little easier to understand, even though that would make it even more complicated because you would have to add more words. Although, I don't know why you couldn't have said, exile any number of them from your hand and library, replace them by, or like, conjure a duplicate and, I don't know. I, 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 they don't hire me to write the, the rules texts, and, well, they haven't hired me at all, but I'm not in charge of writing the rules text. I'm not exactly sure how you'd phrase it, but... One of the criticisms about this card that I think is very fair is it um, it's difficult to understand because 
exiling cards out of your library to no effect doesn't really jive with the rest of what you're doing with it. I mean, being able to replace a card in your hand for a card in your sideboard is very, very cool. And if you have multiple copies in your hand, being able to get multiple copies of a card from your sideboard is also really darn cool. So that is what the card is doing at its core. You are taking a card from your hand and you are replacing it. You are taking specifically a creature card from your hand and replacing it with a creature card from your sideboard. That's what you're doing. So if you have a Lanoir Elves, if you have a um, Ornithopter of Paradise, I don't know, if you have any kind of like little mana dork or small creature, um, like, or if you're in a dragon list, if you have like a fearsome whelp in your hand and you're already like ramped out and you really don't need it anymore, then all of a sudden you can take that card and replace it for a Terror of Star Mounts, or uh, sorry, Inferno of Star Mounts or a Goldspan Dragon from your sideboard, put it into your hand and then mobilize it. So great, you can do some really cool things with that. It's very useful. Um, I'd highly recommend using this also in combo decks. It's especially useful if you have multiple cards that, if you have multiple creature cards that enable a combo, being able to fetch those out of your sideboard is very, very useful. Grizzled Huntmaster is a wish. It's easy to lose sight of that in the text. But that is ultimately what it is. You are pulling cards from your sideboard into your hand. That's the bottom line. Now you need a creature in order to replace. You need to have a creature in hand to replace. So this needs to also be in a deck that has a number of creatures. If you're if you don't have a decent amount of creatures, this is just a 4-3 for 3. Now you can do a lot worse than a 4-3 for 3, to be fair. But if you don't have another creature in your hand, the rest of this text is irrelevant. Because if you can't exile a creature from your hand, the ability doesn't trigger, and you get nothing. Again, you can do a lot worse than a 4-3 three for 3, so it's not awful in that regard. However, if you're in a deck that runs the Grizzle Huntmaster, it might be worth hanging onto a creature that's irrelevant instead of playing it out just to have another body on board, depending on the board state, assuming you don't need the blocker this next turn. It might be worth holding onto in case you top deck Grizzle Huntmaster so you can trade it in for something more valuable coming out of the sideboard, uh, especially if, there's, if you're missing one key combo piece. I would also highly recommend taking a look at this in decks that are running creatures that allow for um, creatures with strong enter the battlefield abilities or very unique situations. The first one that I think of is one of my one of my favorites, my beloved old stick fingers from Midnight Hunt. That card is fantastic as a graveyard filling mill spell. That's ultimately what it is. Now you get a big body as well, but if you need to fill your graveyard up, there's something that about old stick fingers, it just does it better than everybody else if you've got some mana lying around. If you're in a deck that can use a card like that, putting three into your main deck and then one into your sideboard in a situation where you have multiple grizzled hunt masters means that you can turn any card in your hand into an old stick fingers that you can use to fill up your yard. Additionally, large, very powerful creatures that are only relevant late game that you don't necessarily want to draw early could be great targets for Grizzled Huntmaster. If you want access to a Tox roll, say, just in case you're going up against an aggro deck and you have ways to ramp, you know, but you don't want to draw a Tox roll in the early game, having one in your sideboard, great. You know, if you can turn a reclusive taxidermist into into a toxical once you have seven man available, why wouldn't you do that? That's amazing. Um, and again, the Grizzled Huntmaster gives you an opportunity to thin out your deck as well. Now, that's not a particularly valuable 
um, aspect of the card. So I would highly recommend not thinking too heavily about that or not getting too hung up on that. Um, but it is there. Um, interestingly enough, so I'm doing another look. You cannot touch your graveyard with this. Otherwise, I would highly recommend it in situations with, say, Willowgeist, where you get benefit from cards going into exile from your graveyard. Unfortunately, you cannot touch your graveyard with this. If you have copies of whatever card you exiled into your graveyard, it doesn't matter. It doesn't look at those. It doesn't count them. It's, it's irrelevant. Um, also, noteworthy, a noteworthy interaction here that's worth talking about is Conjure. You are not taking the card out of your sideboard and putting it into your hand. You're not doing that. Instead, what you're doing is you are creating a copy of that card and putting that copy into your hand. That means a couple of things. One, if you exile two cards from your hand, so let's say you have two copies of Llanowar Elves in your hand, you exile one of them, and when you get a follow-up opportunity, you exile the other as well. And you have two, I don't know, Goldspan Dragons in the sideboard or you have one Goldspan Dragon in the sideboard. So you have one Goldspan Dragon in the sideboard, you exile two land or elves out of your hand. You can then pull that Goldspan Dragon into your hand and you will conjure two copies because you exiled two creatures out of your hand. So you will actually get multiple copies even though you only have one in the sideboard. Also, the cool thing here, those, those are cards. You are creating a copy of a card and putting it in your hand. However, when that once that hits the battlefield, it stays on the battlefield. Once it dies, it goes to your graveyard. It is now a card that is in play and can interact with everything the same way that it would nor that a normal card would, not a token. That's important to keep in mind. Um, the other cool thing about that is if you use it to pull a specific card out of your sideboard once, and then you say blink the Grizzled Huntmaster or bounce it and play it again you have the ability to grab that same creature again, even though you already grabbed it because it never left your sideboard. It's still there. So you have some cool interactions and some cool uh, gameplay there. And to be honest, actually, I have a, um, I have a Gitrog monster deck with the new Gitrog monster from uh, Standard Alchemy, where I actually did have one, I put one in the sideboard and I'm running the Grizzled Huntmaster. Um, and I found that out, actually. I'll, I'll admit the only reason that I'm very confident of that interaction and the way that that works is because I did it, you know, and that's exactly how it played out. I took a Mana Dork from my hand, exiled it, and then boom, got two, or exiled two from my hand and pulled two directly out of my sideboard, even though I had only put one there because the other three were in my main deck. And so as a result, during that game, Gitrog, Terror of Zava, I think was the name, is the name. Um, as a result, between my library, my hand, and the battlefield, there were five copies of that card in the game. Because I had three in my main deck, and actually if you count the signboard, there were six. Because we created two additional copies and pulled them directly into the hand. So that's the kind of stuff that you can do digital only, which is pretty fantastic. And Grizzled Huntmaster is, while Grizzled Huntmaster is an incredibly complex card that I think would be made simpler by removing the ability to tinker with the library at all. If this card simply said, exile any number of cards with the same name from your hand, pull or conjure that many of a creature from your sideboard, obviously they would, <laughs> they'd be more articulate about it than I am. But if it were to say that, it would be much easier to understand. The fact that it's capable of exiling from the library, frankly, doesn't really make sense. And it just adds some confusion to the mix. So that's unfortunate. But at the end of the day, this is a cool card. 
it does some really interesting things. And I think that confusion that people are having about it is leading to people not adopting it and playing it in situations where it actually could be really good. There are some there are some green aggro decks or some green mid-range decks that could really benefit from this card that could do some really cool things, and I'd like to see it. And uh, I want to see what you come up with. So if you have any in, in, any ideas for things to do with this card, I would love to hear them. Please don't hesitate to leave a comment, um, or you can tweet at me, at Hawks42. Uh, if you want to mind dropping me a follow there, I'd appreciate it. Or uh, the YouTube comments of this, uh, this video, if you're watching on the YouTube, is another great way. Uh, I do keep an eye on those. So please don't hesitate. Um, if you are watching on the YouTube, please like and subscribe. Uh, it makes a huge difference. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much. If you've enjoyed this show, uh, please don't hesitate to, you know, tell a friend. And uh, if you wouldn't mind giving me a uh, review and a rating in your favorite podcasting app, it really helps a lot. So thank you so much. I have you. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will see you next time.